it's been another week, and uh, I, can't, I don't know what's going on. I can't believe how fast these weeks are flying by. But um, it, either way, it's <laughs> here we go again. And uh, you're listening to WVLP 103.1 FM. This is Porter County Buzz. The uh, I'm one of your hosts, Greg Sims. The other host on the other end is Andy Bozak. And uh, it's just the two of us today. We are, uh, you know, well, a day removed from... If that's from, the case, what? I'm going to oh. call you the extraordinaire. It's it's Greg Sims' extraordinaire, then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, or we can have our topic as the extraordinaire. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> since we will be talking a little bit about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., but uh, the, the other stuff is... Um, yeah, just stuff we've done over the, the weekend or the past. I I, I, t- I know uh, last week I was telling you I was looking forward to a uh, 40th reunion from our football championship from high school. Oh, my God, I tell you, it was uh, humbling. It was cool. And, boy, in some ways we feel old. And in the other days, people were telling stories, and it seemed like it was just yesterday this <laughs> stuff was happening. So I don't know. It's really, uh, it really bizarre. Those those things. I know I'm a lot older than you. Uh, you're not even forty years old, and here I've had my high school reunion. So <laughs> soon enough. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about that. So so this was a. I thought it was a football thing. This was a high school reunion. Well, it was a high school. Okay, in 1982, uh, we won the football championship in Chicago. I'm you know I'm from Chicago. Mm-hmm. And uh, we played it on December, what was December fourth, uh, oh, December third or fourth back then. Was yeah, it, was it snowing? We were the, it was the, <laughs> yeah, it was the weirdest thing. At that that year, we were the first game in the state. Our team played another team on a Friday night. Normally, Friday nights weren't uh, weren't we didn't play on on Friday nights back then. Teams oh, really? played okay. mostly on Saturdays, and then the Catholic schools played on Sundays. So. We were a Friday night game, the very first one in the state, and we ended up being the very last game in the state played. We played after the state championships. So, <laughs> Oh, there's a separate yeah. Chicago championship. Well, see, what happened was, um, all right, back then, you got to go back in time. The You had to win your conference to be eligible for the state playoffs. Mm-hmm. So we the year before, we had won... The uh, No, two years before, we won the state championship in 1980. And then in 81, we got knocked out of the, the playoffs because we were the – even though we had one loss, we were not the champion of the conference, so we did not play. And then oh – goodness. Yeah, and then the next year, they changed some rules and allowed teams that, that didn't make it in the state playoffs to be eligible for the um, city championship. So – what it was was the number or the the number one or now we didn't say number one the uh, three or four teams that didn't make it in the state championship or state playoffs I should say mm-hmm. uh, were eligible for city championship which was played at Soldier Field. Oh um, no way! But the weird thing about that was for the city the public league teams though they were able to come in after they made. If they made the playoffs and the state playoffs and they lost, they were able to become eligible for the city playoffs, which was totally discrimination and biasy, but, you know, it is what it is. So (laughs) we made our run through the Catholic League teams on our way to Soldier Field, and then, you know, the public leagues did the same thing. Well, uh, the culmination was the December 3rd, December 4th uh, date for the the game, and... uh, that's how it was. So we were, and since we were the Catholic team and not the public team, we actually got the visitors' locker rooms and not the uh, like Bears' locker rooms because oh, that's geez. all I wanted to do was have yeah. my locker because I was a starting running back. I wanted Walter Payton's locker. Oh, that would so that cool! Been, oh, that I was going to ask you cool. what position you played. So that, that thank you for answering that. That was my next question. Yeah. So yeah. what did you, so you guys ended up winning? Was it a close game? Uh, was it a blowout? Uh, it wasn't even a. We won twenty four to nothing. They're they're starting all. I was second team all state. The guy we played against was first team all state. He had minus six rushing yards. 
<laughs> and I had over a hundred in the first half. Wow. Yeah. It's like, what the heck? But, um, all right, so after a little technical difficulties, we had lost Greg for a minute there. I know you were talking about your rushing yards and um, being he was first in state and he, you were second in state, and then yeah. we kind of lost you. So anyways, technology's great. <laughs> I know. I tell you what, and, and me, I'm so so darn old. I'm a, I have a, <laughs> sometimes up. a difficult – well, as a matter of fact, not to change the subject quick, but yeah. at the reunion there, we were talking about that is, you know, all these uh, 50-something-year-olds are looking at each other going – how would we have been if we were in high school with the cell phones like the kids have it oh, today? Goodness. And I'll tell you, it was uh, it was an interesting conversation about how we thought maybe we would react to it, and uh, and how we would you know, like we'd probably have gotten in trouble with the pictures we would have taken, uh, you know, uh, in various situations <laughs> and stuff. Especially and, back then, it was a little oh, more free. <laughs> oh my God, it was it was. It was interesting. Well, you know, we didn't do anything really illegal, but the stuff we did back then, a lot of times people today would look and say, you know, that's not right, or what are you doing, you know? <laughs> Some of that the, stuff the way, may be illegal now. <laughs> oh, well, and, and yeah, and, and the way society changes, you know, in yeah, regards yeah. to what is appropriate and not, and, uh, and that's the one thing, too, that we always got to be careful about. You know, what was fine 70, 80, 50, 60, 10 years ago, if it changes today, then you go by today's standards. But you don't judge what was in the past as wrong because back then it, was, it wasn't considered necessarily wrong, you know. But so like when we look at the 80s. That, mm-hmm. yeah, it, yeah, when you brought that up, we were having a talk about that at work, very similar. So I don't know if you remember from the 80s, there was this TV show called Night Court. Yeah. Okay, it's coming it's back. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what we were yeah. talking about. And, you know, yeah. I was uh, <laughs> young when it came out, but I kind of remembered it. But my friends, the guys I worked with were telling me, they're, they're like, Andy, you know, some of the, the topics they were on and covered <laughs> and, and the different racial things they covered, they can't be done today. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> and so uh, yeah. one of my buddies actually looked up the main uh, actor, and I can't remember his name. He's the prosecutor from the show. Um, uh, John Larroquette. Yes, it? yes. Yeah. And I guess he's got a quote where he came out a few weeks ago or a month or whatever it was, a few days, okay. I don't know, and said, yeah, yeah that, you know, there's a show's going to be a lot different than it was back then because uh, you're right, things that were appropriate. I mean, we see that in Seinfeld and The Office, you know, things that were appropriate yeah. 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, you yes. don't do that nowadays. So, well, can you imagine? Yeah, like yeah. A All in the Family. That's probably the worst oh, one. yeah. You know, yeah. uh, but but no, you're right, and and it's funny with John Larroquette. He, you know, he was in the original. I think is he the only mm-hmm. holdover from the original group? As far as I've seen, I think so. I don't think Bull's yeah. still there. The the, the security yeah. guard, <laughs> right, right, the uh, lurch kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And but in, I've uh, had the- talks like that with my kids too. You know, like you guys have a lot more difficult. Um, of a life right now, I feel, because first of all, you are tied to this this device, and it is mm-hmm. what your friends use to communicate. You know, we used to come home after school, and we'd be on the phone for an hour, two hours, and mom would be yelling to get off the phone because we didn't have call waiting type of thing. <laughs> and uh, these kids now are just constantly connected. They're constantly being able to be screenshot. So if, you know, we're in high school, I tell you, hey, yeah. Greg, Emily smells. You know, yeah. you tell Emily, I'm like, Emily, I never said that. Well, now it's in writing, you know? Um, I would have been in so much trouble i i think you know i would have learned to 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 adapt to the system as our kids have but yeah i mean we got to have a lot more (laughs) fun and freedom back then even though you know you didn't have the same knowledge that you had you didn't have a a computer in your pocket to tell you every single little thing there's pluses and minuses yeah see that's and that was funny that you said that too part of that conversation more from you know, we would have probably gotten in some serious trouble if we had cell phones and cameras and stuff. And then on the other side, we're like, holy cow, the technology. Like, um, I remember writing a report about Ireland in 1982, 83, uh-huh. and the information I had was from a 1974 encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, I think, hey, how I, accurate was this? I think in my reports that I was doing in the 90s, late 90s, my mom and dad still had that same encyclopedia set from the 70s. <laughs> the Encyclopedia Britannica. Oh, my God. The Cold War still going on. And I'm like, Mom. <laughs> but you're right. And, you know, now the kids, that, well, <laughs> when, when Wikipedia first came out, you know, that's um, people like you and I that are typing these these articles out there so they can be changed, they can be edited. Um, at first, yeah. I remember when that came out, 
when I was in school, you weren't allowed to use them. That you couldn't cite references from or references from Wikipedia because they were written by people. But it seems yeah. like more days, uh, more uh, times now, my kids are able to use Wikipedia from time to time. Not for all their citing, but for uh-huh. like if they're writing an article, they might be able to cite it once. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting the way things have changed. I know. <laughs> I know. And and even look at the topics. The you know, like we were limited to the resources that we had. Nowadays, you have unlimited amount of, of opportunities for various topics and you're going to find 20 articles and reviews and all that stuff. It's it's really is crazy. Um, yeah. But you can find you, things on both sides of the fence sometimes, which is scary. You know, for yeah. example, um, if if you're one of those people that believe the world may be flat, if you go out there and you start Googling it and looking into it, there's a lot of information out there that'll show you that it's true. Now, I'm not saying I believe that. I'm just right. saying, but I've looked into it because no, I always you're... wondered, like, how do people believe this? You know, it seems weird to me. Um, and then I yeah. look into it and it's like, well, how do I know what I know is right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, and you, yeah. And these people with these videos and the computer generated stuff, yeah, sometimes scary. it is so hard to know that it was fake or not. And uh, But you're right. I'm sure there's somebody out there that created the video that will make it look like the world is flat. And you're yeah. going, oh, my God, it's true. Uh, or UFOs or other stuff. And and the other uh, thing, Speaking too, of, is, have you heard this? The, the There's this mm-hmm. new software. It's AI, which is artificial intelligent. Intelligence that can actually write your report. So as uh, a oh. student, I go in there and I put my yeah. topic in there, and it writes a report. And it's very, very hard for the teachers to be able to tell. So hard, as a matter of fact, that this AI has created another uh, piece of software that you, as a teacher, if you think something's AI, you can input it there, the article or whatever was written into that, and it'll tell you with a probability of whether it was AI or not. And that's scary. That's crazy. <sighs> So it sounds like, yeah, the companies that create the, the, the detectors for radar for the cops are also the same ones that create the radar <laughs> detector for the, the people. It's, yeah. you know, hey, we're going to sell it to both sides and uh, we're going to make a lot of money. Yeah. So, oh, man, that's crazy. But anyways, yeah, I'm sorry. It's a very interesting topic, and, and especially when you compare, you know, from the 80s to now, I, I can only imagine. You know, I was born in 83, so while you're dealing with all this, <laughs> oh I was still twinkling Dad's eye. But uh, Oh, my God. Or yeah, the mailman's was... eye. <laughs> yeah. Dad, listen, so I had to say that. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, God, in 1983, I was trying to figure out which college I was going to go play football yeah, at. awesome. So this was a reunion. So how many people actually got together? Because I know originally you had mentioned that the party was a little more expensive, so there wasn't as many people coming, and it turned out more came, I assume? Yeah, yeah. It it went from uh, $75 a person for two hours of hors d'oeuvres and some beverages and stuff to uh, uh, an open, well, a regular kind of tab if you want to drink, you know, soda or, you know, beer or whatever and then uh, if you want some food you can order it and uh so that that exponentially increased the numbers i don't know if it was because you know as we're older we're trying to figure out the value of 75 dollars isn't worth it or the uh <laughs> we're too cheap anymore i don't we're all worried about our retirement some people on fixed incomes you know they can't afford that yeah but well uh, and, and i'm sure when as you get older that you're on potentially more medications which means you can drink less which yeah. it's like well if i spend 75 dollars for two hours i'm barely eating and yeah. i'm not gonna drink it's not worth it to me so maybe that's the the other yeah. side of the coin there you know 75 dollars yeah. for a 21 year old i'm like oh i'm all in oh Oh boy, yeah, no. And you you talk about medications. It's like some of the people are talking about how they have this ailment. One guy had two hip replacements, another guy a knee replacement. And I'm sitting there going, my God, it's a bunch of uh, you know ger- what geriatric people walking around. I'm like, God, I still feel like I'm 25 inside, but uh, the body is definitely not uh, not feeling it. Yeah. Uh, but it was uh, it, I I tell you what, you know, one of the biggest things. Some people came. A guy with a guy came from Washington State. Um, I, this is the ignorance of Chicago, the people there too. They thought I came so far cause I'm from Indiana and there's another guy that came from Michigan up by uh, South Haven, which is what, maybe 45 minutes from us. Mm-hmm. And they felt that I was a lot farther away than him, even though he was farther. But this notion of Michigan versus Indiana, I, again, an ignorance beyond, beyond, uh, comprehension sometimes. And <laughs> we had another guy came up from Florida and, and it was like, yeah, I didn't travel that far. I came from Florida. I came from India. Oh, man, you must have. Like, 
What do you mean I must have? I'm only an hour away. <laughs> I drove here, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then they're like, well, are you, when are you go, are you staying overnight? I said, no, I'm going back. That's a long drive. No, it's really not. It's it's really interesting. But I'll tell you, well, it was maybe great. you are way too young at heart to be hanging out with these older people. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> oh, and our coaches. We had three of our coaches there, and one is still going. Uh, How old are I, they now? Oh man, they got to be in their seventies, and. It's yeah. One of the guys, I I felt well. You know, it is what it is. They're getting old. He had a cane, and we walked him to his car because he had a little hard time walking. And it was, uh, you know, you don't realize. It. I mean, because in, in my head, I'm thinking this guy's 30 years old coaching, you know, a bunch of teenagers, yeah, yeah. and 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 it's just not that way. But um, the, how, the how nice thing about it is, we, were they happy? Yeah, you know what, it, you know, because they sat back and they were like looking at all of us going, well, you've changed, you've, well, you haven't changed. And, of course, our joke was, yeah, we all got heavier and balder, you know, and, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we, or, you know, some people lost some of their hair. They weren't necessarily bald. Like we had one guy, our fullback was, he had a massive flow of curly hair, you know. I mean, mine was curly, but his was long and curly. And the coaches, if it stuck out of the air hole, they would cut it with scissors and stuff. And yeah, can't do that this day. Oh, oh no, they'd be arrested for that. Yeah, you're coming at me with scissors. <laughs> but it's uh, you know he took off his hat and he was actually our fullback, so he was my fullback, and we had some fun about that. Uh, but just hearing the people you know that went on to play college ball and the ones that that went to work right away and the ones that you know went to college and didn't play and some went on to coaching and just where we all kind of ended up and for Is some reason super successful rich dude that was there that you were oh, like, oh i can't believe that dude made it <laughs> well we had a couple stockbrokers we had uh, we had a guy that got really really good in real estate we had a couple doctors oh cool uh, there was one lawyer and, uh, of course, they all uh, didn't know what a councilman was, so they kept calling me mayor. And I'm like, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I am not the mayor. I am a councilman. Well, that's okay. They always, they always you know, give you for crap, our, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. For our purposes, you're the mayor. Oh, okay. For your purposes, I'm the mayor. But uh, so it was kind of – it was just fun. And then, of course, you get into conversations of, you know, the kids and how are they and, you know, who's married, who's not married and – and then, uh, you know, how, yeah. how football has affected us in regards to the influences, you know. And, and I'll tell you, that was, that was a big one, uh, especially uh, one of our, our offensive coaches were with us. And I said, you know, and our full, the two fullbacks, uh, our quarterback is a <laughs> – here's one for you. Our starting quarterback is now a uh, legalized marijuana grower in Colorado. Oh, shoot. So is some that, is have, that big bucks? Is he making big money doing that or – I just normal. I would imagine so. That's uh, all that's... I can say is uh, you know from what we were told and everything he's doing. We had a couple guys that him. are pilots that fly all over and stuff, and but they they weren't there. One guy uh, he had flown to uh, somewhere in Mexico last the last week, and he got sick. And you know the joke was he must have drank the water and all that <laughs> stuff. You know, but um, but no the uh, the interesting life lessons were, you know, it's like. The typical, you know, you hear this story a lot. It's it's fourth and one. You know, you're you got one play left. Uh, you know, becoming fourth and one. You you know, there's no seconds left or two seconds left on the clock. So, you know, you win the game or lose the game on that. And and I was in a couple of those situations where, you know, the ball the 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 play comes into the huddle and there's eleven young guys looking at each other, mm-hmm. and and whether we disagree with the play or not didn't matter. It's going to be run. And y'all look and say, well, this is it. Either we, we win the game together or we lose the game together. And, and it's humbling. And you're all – and then, too, like with this one particular play that got us you know, the, the game before the championship, um, it was overtime, and we were in that situation. We, had, we, were, we got a last-second uh, touchdown, and now it was we go for two for the win or we kick the, you know, the extra point for the tie. Mm-hmm. And the – the coach chose to go for the win. So there we are on like the two and a half yard line. And the play came in to, it was a, an option to the right. And so the, the play was uh, said to us, to the quarterback, if you are going to get tackled, if you you better pitch that ball to, to Sims, because that's all we got left. That's cool. And, and it's like, Oh my God, the amount of <laughs> pressure on an 18 year old kid, you know, the stadium is full <laughs> 
Yeah. And all you're thinking is the ball's going to come to me. I'm going to fumble it, or I'm not going to. Don't be a Butterfingers. Oh, I know. <laughs> but uh, so how did it turn the, out? <laughs> yeah, the quarterback faked the pitch to me. The defenders came on to me, and he squeezed into the end zone. So it worked. we got hit. Oh, and spent, cool. And we we ended up. And that's what that's what propelled us to the championship game at Soldier Field. So it was it was really neat. But you know, you reminisce those stories and you find yourself just being in another world. And the other thing too is, you know, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about it on the radio here, but you would very rarely hear me talking about my high school or other things. Cause I'm like, yeah. that's in the past and this, uh-huh. but when you were the group of people that you experienced whatever with it, it's a little bit different. And, oh, yeah. and I think that was kind of fun, you know? So, uh, unbelievably enjoyable. And then, you know, the is other it one thing of those too- experiences, like, because I have a few experiences I look back in my life and I'm like, I can't believe that really happened to me. Like, that's so cool. Like, is that yeah. one of those type experiences? Like, Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. again, what it did was it moved us into the championship game. Yeah. And we're going, and then we're walking in Soldier Field going, okay, the pros play here, you know, and, and yeah. this is a whole other. And, of course, some of the guys were dreaming about maybe they'd be on the field someday. And, and that's when the Bears were good. I mean, they, I know they were, <laughs> it was 85 they won. Yeah, yeah. So they, this were, was, they were good a few years before, right? I assumed. They were moving in that direction. Okay. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they, yeah, yeah. But it was still, it was one of those things where, you know, you're playing, and the, the field was so hard. It was that old turf where it's like, oh, my God, this is terrible. It's like getting getting tackled on carpeting in your house. Oh, wow. wow. But, I remember hearing stories that was bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. It's crazy because um, they're not even going to be there anymore. Well, they yeah, you never know. I don't know. Do you yeah. believe they're going to move to Arlington Heights? I don't know. They're getting their dome. I would think so. <laughs> See, now, I, I guess you could theoretically put a dome over Soldier Field if the city wants to keep them. And I don't know. I, I guess that's, you know, there's going to be a lot of politics involved in that one. I think so. I and think so. and uh, private enterprise. And will the citizens of Illinois want to put some money into, because I'm sure that's going to be part of the deal, is... You know, hey, citizens of Illinois, you've got to help pay for this because, you know, we can't pay for it as the city of Chicago or the, uh, the you know, the, the Bears. I thought and, Arlington had some kind of deal with them where they are giving them some, some money, but not all of it. I don't know the, the ins and outs, but I thought Arlington was a really sweet deal from what I had heard. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's like a blank, blank slate. You're, you're going to build a stadium from ground up exactly how you want it to be. And yeah, that's true. so it would be one of the most modern, if not the modernist, stadium on the planet you know and they can't beat that sofi screen though oh my goodness the screen that goes all the way around the stadium you know i'm a tech guy like that's what excites me i was like whoa that's cool yeah it's it'll be curious to see how this whole thing unfolds because i guess you know from a political standpoint the city of chicago would be idiots and fools if they let this team go you know the amount of think about the revenue driven didn't she didn't she say she's not negotiating anymore yeah, but you know, there's an election coming up. She may not be the mayor. <laughs> she might not. So be you know, like, as well. <laughs> yeah, and and that may be one of the campaign uh, um, pledges from some of the candidates saying, "Hey, if you elect me mayor of Chicago, oh, you know, I promise to keep the bears into the city. You know, I'll do yeah. whatever I can in my power." And you know, we both know that a lot of times these politicians run on a campaign promise, and it's an empty promise because you sit back and going, "That ain't never going to happen." You but, can't do that. Yeah, you promise yeah. something. There's no way you can do. But the people voting may not be smart enough to figure it out, you know. Well, I mean, and I we've know. discussed that before in, in um, our local elections, and we haven't brought up specific examples. But I mean, you see it where you see someone running for um, a position, and they're saying, mm-hmm. "Well, we're going to change the tax code," and it's like, "Well, that's literally not the job of your office, so you can't do exactly. that." <laughs> but oh, it excites people, and it, you know, as a yeah. voter, you're like, "Oh yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, that's awesome." <laughs> not knowing that these people are throwing out complete BS, and it's yes. You know, oh, us being involved, God. we see it from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and and I've been I've been quick to criticize some people on my own side where I'm like, you can't say that. It's not true. <laughs> you know, especially people running for the council where you're going, I know exactly what the position is about, yeah. and it is not that. <laughs> so, right. right. Um, I wish yeah, it was. I wish I could do yeah. what you're saying because I would be doing that too. <laughs> Absolutely, you know. So it's uh yeah, it's all cool stuff, but um 
but, but no, we and the station identifier oh. real quick because we're about twenty five in. Holy cow! Yeah, it goes quick. Uh, in uh, <laughs> WVLP one hundred three point one FM, we're in a great state of Indiana, the town of Valparaiso, and I forgot to uh, our I'm sponsors. In Burns Harbor. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Only because we're doing virtual. I'm just teasing. There you go. Uh, we're sponsored by the Independent Order of Oddfellows, Chequick Lodge Number Fifty Six, Downtown Valparaiso, and. You know, if you're thinking about doing some volunteering, uh, you want to be a part of an organization that helps people help people, then uh, check us out on uh, on the website and or give us a, a shout out on our email at pcbuzz103 at yahoo.com. We'll be happy to, to get the information to you that you, you need. And, and well, to build uh, off that, Greg, I, I do want to mm-hmm. let people know that I remember one of the things that you told me, the reason you're involved in this organization is because they actually do stuff. And, and I will reiterate yeah. that is they're at the Popcorn Fest. They're at these festivals. They're out there with the trick-or-treating. They're out there getting their name out, spreading the message, um, and doing good things for the community. So not only do you want to get involved and help out, this isn't a, an organization that just sits around. I mean, you're not just a member. You know, you're an actual <laughs> active member. So I just want to. I, I mean, that's yeah. cool. I think that's a great thing. And uh, I just wanted to put that out. Yeah. There. <laughs> well, and 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 to give the shout out about that on March eighth, um, at six o'clock to seven o'clock. It's only an hour. We're going to have a stop the bleed uh, training at the uh, county building, room one hundred two A, and the Odd Fellows are helping sponsor that. So there's that's another. Awesome. Uh, opportunity to to give back and to help people in the community learn about uh, ways of stopping somebody who's bleeding really bad, and, and how it's, will it's that, to help before the help arrives. How do they get a hold of you um, or sign up? Or yeah, uh, you can send it to the email at pcbuzz103 uh, at yahoo dot com, or you can uh, I, I'll tell you I give my phone number. It's a two one nine seven zero seven six three one six you can give me a call or shoot me a text uh or yeah i I guess that would be the easiest way to do it uh let us know how many we have we have spots for 25 people and it is free there's absolutely no expense the only expense i will say is we're going to have kits available and uh because i you know we don't have a sponsor yet for the kits uh they're twenty. They're ten dollars. I got. What I'm saying, twenty five. They're ten dollars each, which is basically just covering the cost of these, the cost, yeah. and uh, it's a it's a great deal. And so, and and anyone, you know, we'll say fifteen years of age or older. Uh, if it's somebody a little bit younger, if they're really mature, we will. But it's, you know, because uh, I'm not sure how many twelve or thirteen year olds are willing to to stop the bleed on somebody. But you never know. Uh, but it, yeah, I would you know, hope my the, kids are. Shoot, if it's me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, they might not help me. Hey, Greg, yeah. I wanted yeah. to tell you yeah. something today. And I, this is something I just learned, um, as a matter of fact, today. And I thought it was interesting based on you, what you're talking about with the Stop the Bleed and your involvement with the suicide awareness in Porter County. Um, uh-huh. Today is called Blue Monday. And it originated from a PR stunt, but it's kind of um, to talk about it's the third Monday of every January. Okay. And. Um, it's you know the um, seasonal affective or affective disorder where you get depressed. It's it's a day. This oh. is supposed to be a really really sad, a depressing day for people. And okay. I was reading about what why that could be, and you know they're talking about the holidays winding down and all this stuff. And then they they mm-hmm. brought up something else. Well, a lot of people will be getting their credit card bills for what they spent on Christmas today. So, anyways, yeah. I just—it's an interesting thing. I, I, you know, and obviously the, mm. the the length of the days are getting a little longer, but we're still not having that sunlight, that vitamin D in our skin. So, yeah, you know, it's just something to bring up. I know there's something way more important today, which is Martin Luther King Day. Or I'm not gonna say more important, but just a different level of awareness. But um, huh. since we're recording on a Monday versus tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> But I thought our, that was our interesting. air date. Yeah, yeah. No, that it, that is really interesting. Um, yeah, I, I guess. Well, I guess the thing is, why are people spending more money than they should? You know, uh, <laughs> kids. You know, uh, kids do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. and my wife has access to my credit card, so it wasn't Andy <laughs> spending more money than I should. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I guess uh, you know you can be uh, where you know people have like we talked about technology. You know now that. Your credit card is tied to your phone, you know, your phone uh, access to it. Somebody can uh, get an alert on their phone and say this credit card was used. And then next thing you know, you get a phone call saying, yeah. what did you what did you buy at Harbor Freight? What did you buy? I see you bought gas. <laughs> you knew you it was Harbor Freight, Club. too. Yeah. yeah. What did you buy at, at Sam's Club? Was it anything good? 
And you're like, uh, sure, yeah. And see something, and I, I'm sure you've come across this. What I find is that, you know, everything's going digital, and it's so easy to shop online. You think, oh, mm-hmm. this is a great deal. I'm not going to pass it up. And it's money's easier to spend in a plastic, in a, a digital format to me. Um, you know, for me to hand, if I wanted to buy something off of you, Greg, and I'm going to hand yeah. you $100, that's a lot harder to me than to sell you or yeah. send you virtually $100 because <laughs> it doesn't feel like I'm actually giving it, you know? It's, it doesn't hurt as bad. Right. So I feel like this this internet has been yeah. wonderful, but it's also, yeah, it makes me spend a lot more easily. Things that I don't well, really absolutely yeah. need, you know? <laughs> Well, you know, and it's funny you said that because that was part of our conversation with all these old guys was, uh, uh-huh. you know, we, we talked about ATMs, and I have yet oh. to use an ATM. and But I, here, I'll tell you why, though. Wait, what? It's an interesting, Who? Yeah, what? I've, ne- I, I've never used Sims? an ATM. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. This is real life? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I, uh, <laughs> but, but here, yeah. Now, here's, here's where I think I got, got you know, why it uh, did it to me. Um, uh-huh. Way back in the 80s when ATMs first came out. I, had a, I was dating this girl who, she had a job at Walgreens, and she was constantly complaining about her account being overdrawn, and she was getting charged, and and I go, well, what are you doing? And she goes, well, I go to the ATM, and I take out 20 bucks, and I, I don't keep a record of it, and I go and take another 20 bucks, and then I, I go take another $20, and I'm like, okay, so by you not paying attention or writing it down... <laughs> you're screwing yourself up with your accounts. And she goes, well, kind of. And and I will tell you, and at the time, I did not have an ATM card. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when somewhere down the road, I was, you know, I said, hey, if, if you want one, I'm like, nope, don't want one. And they're like, okay, this is weird. Uh, you know, it's an easy way. I said, I, <laughs> yeah, who doesn't want an ATM yeah, card? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I don't want one. And um, so I've never, I've never used one. Now, and I will also tell you that now I did this just once to say I did it. But, you know, when you go to the, the store and you put in your debit card and it'll say, you know, do you want to take cash out? Mm-hmm. I was I was with somebody and they knew that I never used an ATM. And they said, well, have you ever taken, you know, cash out of the, you know, from a cash register, like a, you know, checkout? And I go, no. And the next thing you know, they hit the button and they would it hit $20 <laughs> to come out. I'm like, what did you just do? And they're like, oh, relax, just to say you did it. And I'm like, well, I didn't do it. You did it. But, it, you know, it looks There's like Greg I did Greg Sims, it. ladies yeah. and gentlemen, living on the edge using the cashback option at Walmart. <laughs> Actually, I think it was town and country. But, yeah. <laughs> I I know. I, I, that's yeah. crazy, though. I, I mean, and that's good. But, you know, I, I, I'm lucky that my bank has the free ATM. So, I, you know, I use it just to get some cash rather than go just talk to a teller. But, um yeah. That's interesting. That really is. I, I, honestly, well, you're probably the only person I've n- ever met that could say that. That has no, Even your dad has probably oh taken goodness, an ATM Greg, out. Everybody yeah. and their <laughs> brother has done an ATM. <laughs> like if you said, okay, I didn't make it. I've never done a deposit in an ATM. Okay, that I could get. But never pulling out money. Like I've been at game, you know, uh, the, the Cubs games or whatever. This was years ago when you had to have cash. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to use the ATM. And now it's funny because you go to the Cubs game, at least the last time I went, they have a reverse ATM because they oh. they don't take cash anymore. The MLB doesn't take cash. They want it all on a card. So you actually have to take your cash and put it on a card if you want to use it. Wow. No, That's I did not know that. It's, um, I, I'm uh, not well. a fan of where society is going with all the digital currency. I don't think that's where we want to be. But... That's another another show. Well, <laughs> you know, I, well, I, I'll tell you a story. I was at a, uh, I, well, there was an organization that wanted to do a, we were going to do a fundraiser, and this was right when COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember uh, the, the deal was we were going to get these uh, car washing cards, you know, get them. I, I can't remember exact because it was, you know, several years ago, but it was, you know, there's like buy the card for $10 and then you sell it for 20 and then people oh, okay. get so many washes and there's, you know, a value there and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, it was like $250 worth of cards we were getting. And I went to this location to, you know, hey, here's the card. Well, first of all, I had to get buzzed in. And then I had to wash my, I had to sterilize my hands before I got buzzed in. And then I had to sterilize my hands again. I'm like, what the heck? And then as I For went a, into the a, place. A car cleaner? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was one of our, our local uh, gas station uh, places, uh, you know. Oh, I can picture. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And and then I I go to the there was one uh, a, a person sitting behind this counter like a receptionist, and I told her who I was and what I needed, and they said uh, 
okay, well, do you have a, a check or, or how are you going to pay for this? I go, well, cash. He goes, I, can't, I can't take cash. Well, what do you mean you can't take cash? I, this is all I've got. And then another guy, another person came out of the office and said, you know, is there a problem? I go, no, there's no problem. I'm trying to pay for these cards so that we can get this fundraiser going. And he's like, well, we're not taking cash. Oh, my God. I just went through twice, you know, scrubbing my hands to come in here. <laughs> and, and I don't understand. I said, I'll tell you what. How about if I just put the cash down on the counter here and then I walk away because I'm not sure what the problem is. You can give me the cards and I can just leave and you can do whatever you need to do. Well, no, you don't understand. We're not taking cash. Okay. So I picked up the money and I walked out. I'm like, why? I just don't understand. And, you know, here we're trying to give – we're trying to do a transaction here and here's some cash and that, that was not acceptable. They don't so. want it. You know, Portillo's one of the biggest – Beef places in the the region, and I, I'm not saying the mm-hmm. best because I know you probably yeah. have your own. That's my favorite, but Bona Beef the, is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, so I, but yes, but Portillo's is a huge corporation that's now yes. on the stock market. Guess what? Starting, I think this month or next, I think it's February first. They're not taking cash in their drive-throughs anymore. It's card only, and their reasoning is for oh. speed. But oh, that's a legal tender. How can you not take my cash? Are you kidding me? Like that's it's not been a problem because usually I do use a card, but. Man, that's well, yeah, and especially since and then we've got some places in town in Valpo. I know uh, a pizza place that yeah, they is. won't take anything but cash. Right. Yeah, yeah. So isn't that? It's interesting why. Uh, and I don't know how how much slower is cash in a drive-through. Don't you have to? Hey, here's the money, and you got to wait for your food anyway. Well, and you've. I, I don't know if you've been through Portillo's drive-through. You don't really go to the window. No. They're out there waiting on you, and they have the little old school. Um, Change metal thing hanging from their belt where they oh, get it out. Oh my quick. god! Like, yeah, no, it was. It's a very. It was a quick procedure. Um, wow. To me, I mean, it probably helps cut down on theft if there was any theft going on. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it, to me, it's now you're just paying credit card fees. Like, okay, Portillo's. I would think you would rather have cash because right. there is a two percent, a three percent, whatever that fee is from Visa. You know. Correct. Yeah. Someone's paying that. It ain't me right now. But that's another thing they're talking about is in the future, they, they, they might have it where businesses are able to pass that fee onto you as a consumer. Now, you're going to tell me that I can't use cash and I have to use my credit card and then there'll be a fee. That's when I think we're going to see a little more uproar in our country. Well, and, you know, it's weird you said that because, you know, way back in the 70s, mm-hmm. um, when credit cards started coming around uh, more prevalent, they would do, they would have a credit card you know, was this, you know, like three cents more per gallon than, than cash. Oh, okay. And and sometimes uh, you'll see a gas. I saw one the other day now, now that we're talking about it. it was, and I was in Chicago. It was, uh, you know, a gas, a, a gas I'm sorry, uh, cash was, was like three or four cents discount. And I six cents is what it was. And I'm thinking, they're ripping somebody off at 3%. That should only be three cents. So this gas station is actually making more money <laughs> than, than they should off of a credit card transaction. But like, I haven't seen know, that for gas. I've seen it. No, I have yeah. seen it for my diesel, like some of my drivers at private locations mm. that aren't oh, wow. uh, TA, you know, the giant truck stops. If they go there, yeah. they will get a better price if they pay with cash versus our, our com data, our credit card that we give them. So now, do you, then do you give them cash in case it's cheaper, or do you just bite no, the bullet? And, and all our guys are owner operators, so they all own their own. Oh, cars. so oh, we will just okay. provide them with that. And now we have a really good fuel discount program. So, for example, um, fuel's about four fifty a gallon for diesel mm-hmm. right now. Our guys yeah. are probably paying three fifty a gallon. Oh, there okay. are some guys out there that can can find uh, a mom and pop truck truck yeah. stop, and they make deals with them, and they do get better pricing for so i have one oh, guy that's okay. been with me 20 years he pays for all his diesel with cash because he's got a good deal like that gotcha okay yeah that's interesting how that that little game that economic yeah. game is played you know but hey to save some money and and like you had said you know why does a company want to charge more and and lose some of their profits unless they put it back on the people yeah. but you know, then I would hope that the people would kind of not rile up because we don't want to have, you know, big, nasty things like that happen. But maybe where the people go, you know what, I- I'm just not going to do it right now. Or, you yeah. know, it, if you want to save some money, save it somewhere else, not on me. Or instead of buying your Porsche, maybe you buy a Cadillac instead. And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm allowing you to, to be in business and, and make a decent profit. But, you know, do you have to gouge me or do you have to, you know, rip me off? I don't know. It, it'll be curious. Uh, 
kind of like what you know here i'm curious about too remember that big debacle with southwest airlines over oh, the yeah. christmas uh yeah. you know season and you know you hear all these people saying i'm never going to fly southwest again and you yeah. wonder how many yeah how yeah. many of those but, people are actually you know say, honest Delta's about that prices are three to four times as higher <laughs> yeah, yeah. i think i'm gonna fly southwest again yeah dang it i don't want to but you know my wallet says i have to yeah so, and that's why I'm I'm one of those people that I expect good service when I'm paying for it, and I'll I'll hold people mm-hmm. accountable. But I'm also not mm-hmm. going to say something stupid like I'm never going to fly Southwest <laughs> again because I know I'm going to fly Southwest again. Yeah, just like if Portillo's is a really, you know, if you really enjoy those roast beef sandwiches, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna go back and you're gonna yeah. throw out that card, you yep. know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's yeah. Uh, sometimes our our actions and reactions don't quite uh, line up. Sometimes, but it's how well, it is. Just, it's interesting to see how much has changed. Um, when you were talking about the '80s, and uh, you know, we're talking about all this digital stuff now. And you mm-hmm. know, back then the credit cards were just coming around, as you mentioned. And I remember, and I'm sure you remember, the, the putting the the credit card down and the paper over it, and that, that <laughs> the, the, the slide, machine, yeah, that yep. would slide back over and, and, and print uh-huh. the card. Yeah. And how cool that was as a kid. You're like, oh, that's cool. You know. <laughs> Just think of all the theft that would happen. People would be in the garbage cans of every business pulling out the, oh, you know, the credit card receipts yeah. and charging up. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the way our society has really morphed, it's, it's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, you don't see people writing checks anymore. And, you, you know, I remember being <laughs> in line when I was right out of high school and waiting in line while people gave their driver's license number. You know, at Kmart, and they would write down all this info. And it's like, well, if they're writing a false check, I don't think they're giving you the right info anyway. So <laughs> they're still getting away. Well, and and you talk about that. I can't tell you how many times I wrote down my social security number years ago on Oh, on they used to do that? Everything. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah, a, some people crazy. would actually have it already on their checks. A you know, social as well. security, wow. A social security, driver's license number. I mean, we gave all our information out like crazy years ago. That's nuts. And now people are, you know, looking, going, what are you nuts? I, you know, I'm not taking that. Uh, uh, well, uh, don't you? You know, they're it's all. It's interesting you said that because I've heard mm-hmm. stories, and you might know and be able to clarify this for me, that originally the social security number wasn't meant to be used for what it, it was mainly just to use as a tax ID number, and it's turned into an identifying number to the federal government. And it's yeah. not what it was supposed to be, which is the, the, the numbers weren't as hidden back in the day. Is that correct? Or am I yeah, just... it seemed that, that seems like it's right. And, uh, well, see, it's like with anything, you know, nobody knew years ago how technology was going to change so you know like where it was going to go and how people are going to be affected by it and yeah. it, it really is kind of insane when you look at it you know we or or you know what years ago what used to be like impossible is now possible uh i remember this this movie uh, minority report with uh mm-hmm. tom cruise and yeah. it was talking about how you know you walk by a store and, and it registers who you are and it might advertise oh, I to you and about stuff. that part oh my yeah. goodness yeah, and now you walk by places or you drive by places, and you're getting an advertisement on your phone, and you know, or you have a conversation with Alexa in the background. Next thing you know, you're getting advertisements uh, about have you a walked certain into product. Those, uh, those store in the airport where you just swipe your card when you get in, and then you take whatever you want, and then you walk out. I did mm-hmm. one at Mid uh, Midway, and I was like, "This is crazy." Yeah. Well, yeah. And how about these places? You know, we're talking about restaurants where, you know, you order something and then the next time you, you go back to that place, they already have like they, they think you're going to order the same thing again. It's already on there. You're like, oh, my God. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, they they know who I am and what I bought. Or you go to a store and they say, oh, this guy's a size nine and a half. So here's nine and a half options or here's what's available. And you're mm-hmm, going, mm-hmm. Dang, I you know I'm not even talking to anybody yet, and I'm being technology is trying to sell me something. And I see yeah, like and, and me and my mom talk about that a lot because she talks about the um, privacy factor, and I'm I'm big into that myself. And she always says, Andy, well, mm-hmm. you're willing to trade it for convenience, and I and she's right, and I and I gotta <laughs> in my mind set that limit because. I enjoy opening um, a Facebook and seeing ads that pertain to me. To me, that makes sense. I don't want to see ads that don't pertain to me. But at the same time, obviously what that is doing is marketing to me and and convincing me and playing with my psyche. And, um, yeah, yeah, you know, so they they have all this information on me and I'm 40, you know, but Mm -hmm. I've only been having a phone for what? 
20 years, let's say, <laughs> estimate, or maybe a smartphone for 15. Um, yeah. My kids, their whole profile is going to be built, and they're going to be built off of everything my wife and I do, and then mm-hmm. it's going to attach them to their brothers and sisters, and, you know, they're already, they, I'm sure Facebook and Google know more about my kids than they probably know about themselves. You're and probably it's right. scary, but it's yeah, also, I mean, they're, cool they're, because it does allow right. other things, but scary. Well, that's the, and it's kind of funny we're talking about that because in in government uh, class we were talking about, you know, John John Locke and Thomas Hobbes who were uh, people that the founding fathers were looking at for guidance about you know how to make a better government and stuff and uh-huh. and one of the theories it's it's about you know the social contract theory which basically says people are willing to give up their security for protection so like you know we'll let cops walk around with guns and stuff knowing that that's actually protecting me so no mm. one's going to rob my house and and you know and and we're paying we're, we're allowing a big strong military to protect our interests you know so that we don't have to worry about being invaded by somebody or uh, cameras are getting put up to monitor things so that I know that someone's not going to pickpocket me or mm. they're not going to you know if I have a store they're not going to rob my store and but all the time we're giving up our our freedoms and liberties for the the sake of security. Yeah. And yeah. and it's kind of and and you see some of these movies that show that too where <laughs> you know yes. the the, the yeah. government is kind of doing it to its people to kind of get them to let the government be stronger and stronger to at some point suppress the people. And it's like dang. You know, is Where's that fine that, line? Exactly. Yeah, and where, exactly. where is it? So uh, where does what you're saying become truth versus a conspiracy theory? And, and that's kind of yeah. like, oh, yeah, I, uh, me and my son have talked about that a lot. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, that being said, you know, with all the cameras we got going up that are, you know, reading the license plates mm-hmm. and or these these other, uh, I know Valpo's putting up a bunch in the city for these uh, speed you know, like uh, you're going, you know, 35, you're, and it no, starts blinking not. and stuff. Oh, that one. Not, okay. Yeah, not yeah. Him. yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. But everyone thinks yeah. they are. You know, they're like, oh, my God, if I'm slamming on my me. brakes because yeah. they're going to they're give me. Th-. I'm like, okay, first of all, that's Chicago that's doing that. And you have to be alerted. You know, like there has to be some signage that, that these are taking mm-hmm. place. So I said, no, we have nothing. To, as far as I am Understanding, there's no discussion whatsoever, county or city, to do those kind of things. Yeah, I haven't heard but, anything. Yeah, but it's like it causes people... a lot of problems when they do it, and they find out that they because you outsource it to an outside company that's a private company mm-hmm. that needs to make money, and you see yeah. all the problems in Chicago. So we don't need that. <laughs> no, no, and in that sense, that seems to be government overreach. Yeah. You know, and and again, you know, is it safe? Is it better if people drive slower? Absolutely. But again, but is it safer what? to have them slamming on their brakes at the same time because they yeah. think they might get a ticket? And you've seen accident. I mean, so yeah, there's right. like you said, multiple sides yeah. to every coin. Greg, yeah. we've got yeah. about another 15 minutes, and I know we wanted to cover Martin Luther King. So I oh, don't know yeah. if you wanted to talk yeah. about that. Now I don't mean to cut you off because we're a great conversation. No, but no, I know no, we no. Wanted to talk about that. Yeah, and and this is WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz. We wanted to make sure that we say that and catch us at PCBuzz103 at yahoo.com. And again, the Odd Fellows of uh, Valparaiso have sponsored us. We thank them again. But uh, yeah, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., it's, uh, it's fascinating. And I, I will tell you that East Porter County schools were the only schools that I know of in the county that, that had school on, on, on Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, Day. you guys had school? Okay. Because yeah, my kids were and, out for Doolin. Yeah, and, and I know Valpo and the others, but you know... And some of the, that's a common thing to kids to say, why are we in school? And I'll, I'll tell you exactly why. Because you're actually going to learn about this guy, the, his contributions to our society, his, uh, you know, what kind of person he was and how he, he tried to get change for all of society. And, you know, I showed a couple of videos and we had a nice discussion. And, I, you know, I'm honest. And I look at him, I said, okay, so in all, and I, not to, to bash any other school system, but I looked at the kids and I said, answer this to me honestly. What would you be doing today if you weren't in school? And they're like playing video games. Some would be working. Some would be sleeping, depending on what time of day, you know, I asked a question. And I said, so here you're sitting here and we're actually talking about this national holiday. Yeah. And and I, I really, I, I, yeah. I think everybody should be in school on this day. just to, Unless they're going to some programs. Like I know Valparaiso University had some programs. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, mm-hmm. I, I, if, if you want to miss school and go to those, outstanding. Uh, but for the people that just are taking the day off and doing nothing, and I sit back and I go, I don't understand what 
But anyways, that's okay. Uh, that that's their prerogative. But hey, one yeah. thing I heard about him today that I thought you probably knew this, but I thought it was a cool fact, and I just wanted to share it. Um, did you know there's only uh, there's one of there's only a few places outside of the United States that celebrate Martin Luther Martin Luther King Day, and mm-hmm. one of them is Hiroshima, Japan. And I was like, why? Why would they, you know? Well, because he was all about um, stopping the spread of nuclear proliferation. How do you say that? As well (laughs) as these these problems at home. So it's there was even more to this man than I even ever knew. I I mean, obviously, there's a lot that I don't know, and I could always learn more. And that's why I wanted to – you being a history teacher, I thought you could teach me some stuff today. (laughs) No. Well, yeah. Well, he transitioned a bit. You know, it's like – civil rights and then he got involved with the peace movement he was very much against you know the war in vietnam and and against very destructive things like you said the the atomic bomb and stuff and but yeah he was all about why can't we peacefully come to a solution why can't we sit down at the table have a conversation and try and have change go that way and uh but but what was int- you know what a lot of people didn't realize yeah. is you know when he was a young boy he his best friend was a white kid a white boy and uh, there came a point where the his friend said, I can't play with you anymore. And he didn't understand why. And his friend said, because my parents said, because you're black and I'm white, I can't play with you. Wow. And I go, wow. And, and I'm, you, you sit back and you wonder, you know, sometimes, you know, what motivates somebody? And, and yeah. you know, and, and I'm, I have to, you know, sit back and say that has to be one of his early motivations of, well, my God, as friend, you know, I had a white friend. This white friend had a black friend, and we got along great. And we played baseball, and we had all this fun. And then someday, somebody said, "You have to hate that person because they look differently than you, or their skin tone is different." And boy, that has to hurt a bit. And and then yeah, and to have that hate spread from the parents too. You know, absolutely. you're a young kid, and you're looking like, "What did I do to you?" I, I'm I'm, exactly. I'm having fun. I'm a kid. Yes. I'm not. In my eyes, you know, yes, he's black, but he's seeing everybody as a friend. I assume that's uh, correct. That's and hate is hate. Unfortunately, is learned. <clears throat> uh, and and that's the other that's, thing too is uh-huh. the the next point from that. I move to the notion of, you know, you should be judged by the content of your character and not by the color of your skin. And then. I modernize that, and I'm sure Dr. Martin Luther King would too, by saying it doesn't matter what your gender is, it doesn't matter what your age is, it doesn't matter you know, if you go by he, she, they, them, whatever it is, if you've got good character, you're golden. If you've got crappy character, no matter what you look like or all the, you know, inside is really good and important, outside That's shouldn't true. matter. Right. And, uh, you know, and then I look at the kids and I go, you know, we're all judged by the character. And, you know, some people seem to, you know, they think, hey, they got away with it because of this. That. No, because they've got strong character and there's an understanding there. But if, you know, if you're a jerk, you're a jerk anywhere on the planet, man. You, <laughs> th- th- there's no call That's for it. that, you know. And I, I don't know. I really believe that if more people would live their life based on the notion of character driven versus you know, some kind of biasy of what they see on the outside or, you know, that, boy, we'd all be much better off. Our society, all better off, you know. We we got to judge less. I I mean, I'm not, I'm just adding on to what you're saying is, you know, we we need, we don't look, we can't look down at people because of color, anything, you know, as you mentioned, it's, what are we doing as human population to help each other in society? That's what I care about. You know, how are you helping society? And maybe right now at this time of your life is you're helping society by staying out of the way and taking care of yourself. And then when you're older and you have more time, then you can get more, whatever that is. But yes, yeah, I mean, we need people that, that uh, any race, any, any religion and whatever it is, let's work together and and find out what we could do to get on common ground and solve problems because you're not going to agree on everything and we do have different backgrounds and those should be celebrated as well uh you know as as far as not the bad stuff but you know like where Absolutely. you came from you know the positives yeah we Spread we love. the people right and and you know the other thing too is the you know i remember colin powell used to say you know why can't we sit back and talk about what we agree on instead of mm-hmm. talking about what we disagree on and uh, and go that's from a very there. True statement. And I think that's what we do on the show because there's obviously, yeah. Greg. I'm sure there's something you and I don't agree on. We haven't found it yet. But oh wait, you're you're a Sox fan. Yes, we did. 
No, I'm not a Sox fan. <laughs> but I do think Bona Beef is better than uh, Portillo's. <laughs> exactly why we will not be talking about that the rest of the show. No, I'm joking. But that's the kind of thing. It's like, okay, yeah. there's there's a million things that we don't agree on, but there's also a million things we do. And let's figure out what we can yeah. we can work together on and and, and, and right. solve problems. And I, yeah, that's let's find I some think common that's the ground. I, and I, yeah, and and I, you know, you want your kids to. I know my, I, I wanted my kids to to think that way and and to believe that way. And you know, yeah, what can we do? How can we solve the problem? You know, like, uh, well, Porter County. Here's here's something that we can alert the uh, audience to. And I, if some of them may already know, you know, we're going to have that opioid settlement money coming in, and mm-hmm. uh, we got to, you know, the county's got to boatload more than anybody else, and you know, the cities. And I know Valpo is going to be meeting very soon about you know, ways to, to spend that money or, you know, they want some, some input from the uh, society, from the citizens. And and my my thought was that it would be nice if we can get all the other stakeholders that are getting the monies and say, can we come to a table and have a discussion about maybe we can have a, a Porter County, you know, opioid kind of program where we can take some of that money and funnel it through to help all people in Porter County, whether you live in Portage and Valpo and, you know, Burns Harbor and all that stuff. And it'll be curious to see if we can actually get people to come to the table to talk about it and then, you know, see what the discussion actually is going to, you know, unfold. That's interesting because, yeah, there's there's so many ways to make an impact with that money, but mm -hmm. it could also go and be wasted you know it right. really could because it's a lot of money coming in oh um, boy. and it really needs to attack the 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 problem you know the the heroin the opiates all this 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 is what we have to attack this is what's killing our children in porter county uh right I mean, it is yeah and, and, and all these to suicides and everything else you know yeah nothing but problems I, yeah I, i'll tell I got you a buddy it's... that's in florida now that has mm-hmm. been he, but it's just posted a few few hours ago that he was living under a bridge last week because he's had wow. problems. He's gone through these, and he's gone through rehab multiple times. And he was down. He was so far down that he thought it would be easier to just try to off himself. Wow. And, and, I mean, yeah. it's sad. It's sad. And that's those drugs that get a handle on you. And I mean, mm-hmm. my goodness, that's that's what you look forward to. That's what you live for. Is now that next high? It's, I'm yeah. sorry, we're getting uh, we're getting off no, of Martin no. Luther King, which is important. Well, well. <laughs> No, well, you know, the, the whole message, again, is, is, you know, people helping people try not to, uh, you know, discriminate against who they are, you know, or, you know, discriminate their character, but mm-hmm. don't discriminate, you know, I mean, because it's, again, good people are good people, no matter what they look like, and no matter how they talk and all that stuff and age, you know, um, that, yeah, and that's they could the be beautiful, take. like you said, and complete jerks. And then, oh, boy. Yeah, yeah you're 100% right. And, and you know what's funny is you can usually tell, like, uh, again, not, you know, because I'm a guy kind of a thing, you know, you you see, uh, I, I've been in conversations with other guys where you're somewhere and they'll say, wow, what a what a nice, beautiful person that is over there. I'm like, nope, not interested. <laughs> and they're like, why? I go, because their inside is terrible. Yeah. Their their inside is so ugly that that I, I want nothing to do with them, even though on the outside they're they're gorgeous, you know. Yeah. And and I and I would hope the people would judge me the same way. You know, I I like to think I, you know, I do as well as I can for anybody and help everybody and and try to make the best decisions on you know with the best information and uh, you know. But hey, if I screw up, then I I deserve to be uh, be looked at just like anybody else. You know, that's that's the. You know, right. by no means do I consider myself above and beyond anybody else either. So, and I'll be honest, I have judged you, and I thought about this before. <laughs> if I was picking a basketball team, you would not be my first choice. I'm sorry, that was my judging of you. It's a height <laughs> thing. It's a height <laughs> thing. <laughs> Just try to keep it light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? And and that you say that too. You know, it's funny because, yeah, judged on your height, but yet if you put me on a basketball. Now this is years ago. You put me on a basketball team, and I was fast, and I'd get a fast break, and didn't matter that that you were seven yeah, feet tall that's and true. I was five that's six. True. I'm going to score some points because I'm outrunning you. You know, now that's true. would I stand right in front of you and try and throw it? You know, that's an idiot. That's going to get slammed back at me. But <laughs> but you make some adjustments depending on your situation to be as successful as you can. Right. So you know. I, and that's, you know, in football, you know, some people would say, and, and that was the other thing, you know, you can have a lot of success based on, on what you believe about yourself. And are you a coachable person? You know, you, you hopefully you have some good coaches that can say, you know what, I understand your, your, your desire. I want to fuel that. 
And here in this situation to be successful, you got to do this, this, and this. And if you're not capable of it, then try harder until you are, or you're not going to play until you, it takes you can coach. be. Well, Craig, and, we've got another 14 seconds. So holy <laughs> so cow. I texted you, but you didn't get my text. <laughs> oh, no, I got my phone off. <laughs> so I didn't mean but, to cut uh, you off, but you got to close us out. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, you've been listening to WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz, and uh, one of your hosts, Greg Sims, and the other co-host on the other side is Andy Bozek, and uh, even though we're separated, we're all together on this show, so... uh... (laughs) Together forever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Have a great week, everyone. Thank you. You Bye-bye.